of Yoga Corner Chats, where we dive deep into the wisdom of purpose-driven women who are rewriting life's rulebook. I'm your host, Shelby Phoenix, and I'm thrilled to embark on this transformative journey with you. This season, we're breaking free from the ordinary, celebrating the extraordinary, and embracing the unapologetic pursuit of authenticity. Join us as we explore the stories of resilience, self-discovery, and the pursuit of an uncharted path. Our conversations are more heart-centered than ever, delving into the core of what it means to lead a life in alignment with your values. We're shattering societal norms one episode at a time and redefining success on our terms. Each week, we'll be joined by incredible women, entrepreneurs, yoga teachers, wellness warriors, and more who are daring to be different and inspiring us to do the same. Get ready for an abundance of inspiration, empowerment, and unfiltered authenticity. So if you're ready to trade conformity for creativity, perfectionism for purpose, and self-doubt for self-love, you're in the right place. Subscribe now and join our vibrant community of listeners who are choosing to live life authentically. Yoga Corner Chats is more than just a podcast. It's a journey. Let's embark on this path together towards a life that aligns with our deepest values. Are you ready? Roll out your mat, take a deep breath, and let's dive in. Hey, everyone. Get ready for an insightful journey with our friend and returning guest, Jenna Ocean. As the host of the podcast, Little Rituals, Jenna's wisdom and energy are always a treat. She has graced us with her presence in two previous episodes. Make sure to check them out. In today's conversation, we dive into some deep topics, exploring achievements, challenges, personal growth, and so much more. So let's welcome Jenna back to Yoga Corner Chats. Hello, guys. Welcome back to a couple of podcasts. What? Um, I'm Jenna Ocean. I'm the host of the Little Ritual podcast. And I'm Michelle B. Phoenix, the host of Yoga Corner Chats. Yeah, we're doing a little tag team today. So um, today's episode, Shelby and I are going to just kind of reflect on 2023, maybe look forward to 2024 a little bit and share the insight and the uh, the mistakes and the fun times together. Do you have, do you have anything to add? <laughs> Um, no, I don't have anything to add, but I was wondering, Jenna, if it would be okay if I let us through a couple deep breaths. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) This is like one of my favorite parts of, of being your friend is how you do this every time. Let's do it. Oh, and you guys can join along too. Yes, please do. All right. If it's safe in your space, I invite you to close your eyes. Settle down into your seat and sit up nice and tall. Push out all the air in your lungs. Get empty. And then slowly start to inhale through your nose. Three parts, belly, rib cage, collarbone. Hold at the top. Big sigh out. In again, belly rib cage, collarbone, and let it go. One last big belly breath, biggest breath today. 
in the biggest sigh today. And when you're ready, you can gently open your eyes, come back to this space, and uh, we'll get started. Oh my gosh. I I think I need you to lead me through like an hour of just breathing. Like I think I just might need you. To... <laughs> I could do that. Oh, thank you for that. Um, do you want to start with just telling us about for my audience or anyone joining in new? Like, who are you? What are you doing? What's going on? Yeah. So, like I said, I'm Shelby Phoenix, the host of Yoga Corner Chats. Um, on my podcast, I typically interview women in the wellness space, yoga teachers, coaches, therapists, um, all different sorts who are mission-driven and inspiring other women and uplifting them and um, who maybe uh, have niches or topics that I am interested in. So, I go seek out people that are chatting about things I want to learn about. Um, and Jenna's been on my podcast twice. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, we, we're, I think that we're friends of the podcast then. <laughs> this is like the third time. And it would have been four times. It had right? that one time. It, it wasn't meant to be. Our internet didn't work and then it didn't record. I was so depressed. But yeah, that was a bummer. <laughs> it's okay. You know, here we are. <laughs> we triumphed. We did. But yeah. Um, yeah, so that's about my podcast. Me, I um I'm a yoga teacher, I'm a life coach, I am a DoorDash driver, I am an artist. Um and yeah, those are some of the identities that I hold. <laughs> and you are so much fun oh thanks <laughs> i yeah i i think you're one of just like a very refreshing person to be around i've told you that a million times but it's worth okay. saying again <laughs> so jenna share a little bit more about yourself yeah um i'm jenna jenna ocean i need to speak into my microphone more there we go um i am what am I at this point? I used to say like, I'm a yoga instructor, which I am, but I haven't really been teaching in studios for, for a little while. I would like to teach in a studio. I would like to go like teach in a studio again, but, um, I'm just like really picky about it. But anyway, so I am a retreat leader. I think the best way to describe me is as a host. I love to host experiences. I love um, hosting people. Yeah. And I do that in retreats. I do that on my podcast, Little Ritual. And um, <clears throat> lately I've been exploring like the heart of what I do. And I think it's a response to our need for connection. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's my whole thing is how can we, how can we reconnect in a very disconnected world and how what does it look like to still believe in and practice magic? Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Um, I love your like lens 
of how you have come to be someone who can hold space so well and um, kind of take like what other people might perceive as like big challenges or big risks um, because like you just said, like you, you come, like one of the episodes we did, right, was um, talking about your like view on religion and spirituality and yeah. like, and then like essentially magic, like however you want to look at it, right? And like you bring that into everything you do. Thank you. I'm definitely trying. Um, yeah, I think also part of, so it was my birthday yesterday and well, like, <laughs> thank you. I didn't say anything though. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I felt, I feel your, felt your support. Um, so I've just been thinking about like the type of person I am and really just, how do I explain it? Wanting to embrace some of the really inherent stuff. Mm. Like the fact that I'm just, excuse me. I've just always been really spiritual and I think I've like, struggled with that at certain points because I'm so easily influenced. So I'd meet people that I really like and they would be just not interested in spirituality or not don't identify as spiritual. And then that would make me think, oh, maybe it's childish or like, maybe it's not good to be, maybe I should try to dial it back type of thing. You know, those thoughts were, were well familiar. And, but lately I've just been really trying to embrace the fact that it's, I've always been spiritual and that, you know, I'm a Sagittarius. I, uh, yeah. And so just embracing that full on. Um, I think that you are doing more than trying. You're doing a great job. Thank you. <laughs> You're doing it. Yes. <laughs> um, so you were talking a lot about like your, retreats and like some of the ways you've been reflecting on how you are like carrying out those things what when you are reflecting um on those achievements what what are you most proud of from the past mm. year that was such a good transition <laughs> i'm so happy that 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 you are here because I, I have like, I'm so bad at transitions in the <laughs> podcast. I'll be like, yeah, I'll like go on a really deep rant and then be like, so anyway, like it's snowing today. <laughs> um, but yeah. So, uh, cause I'm sorry. Can you repeat the end part of, of your question? What is something you're the most proud of this year? 2023. Ooh. Um, so I'll, I'll do one for my business and one personally, they, they flow together, but personally, I, I think I'm really proud of my, I've challenged myself a lot in like solitude this year mm -hmm. and I've just really been embracing, um, intentional aloneness. Yeah. I mean, for those who have known me any amount of time, that's like pretty big deal because I have, I'm an Enneagram type seven, the enthusiast and our core fear is basically like being without and alone. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, I used to just want to be the type of person who enjoyed their own company, but there was that gap. And, um, 
Yeah, I went on like a solo trip. This is the something I'm proud of. I went on a solo trip to Portugal for like three three weeks. Yeah, I was like in the mountains, like alone. It was, and it was awesome. So you shared about that on your Instagram, and some of the stories you were sharing, I was like, girl. I'm scared. <laughs> Dude, there were some... Do I need to call her and make sure she's alive? <laughs> I, yeah, no, I was scared too, Shelby. <laughs> Especially because of the car situation. Yes. Um, I, I actually really confused myself on that trip. Like, some of the risks I took, I was like... <laughs> what like i i didn't understand myself like i felt this distance from like <laughs> and my own decisions like with renting the manual car like i was trying to save like 200 dollars by renting a type of car that i'd never driven before i <laughs> anyway and I, I did end up I, like i can drive a manual car now and you taught yourself essentially I did take one lesson from a man named Jorge at uh, Six Shit Academy <laughs> in Watertown, Mass. And if, he was really, he helped a lot. He was really nice. He told me, he said, you're going to be fine, but you're so aggressive. And I was like, yeah, Jorge, this is a bigger issue than just driving. Like, it's not going to be solved with our two-hour lesson. <laughs> Thank you, though. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so funny. But yeah, yeah, you survived. I survived. It. And I think that there was something <laughs> I I don't know I we've chatted about this, but I a while ago was diagnosed with like general anxiety disorder. Mm -hmm. Um I think it was along with my mom's death and some PTSD there. But all that to say is there was something really nice about having actual things to be scared about. <laughs> like real like I don't want to drive my car off of a cliff type of thing and then surviving it like you know it was like exposure therapy it was literally exposure therapy and like conquering actual things because anxiety is so annoying because it's like it's a Tuesday I don't everything's fine <laughs> but I feel like I'm gonna drive my car off of a cliff I'm having a literal heart attack yeah <laughs> And then I was like in Portugal having a literal heart attack. And I was like, oh shit, it's the real thing. I'm doing it. Um, Excuse yeah. me. You're good. Do you need water or anything? I have four beverages around me. so <laughs> That's awesome. So yeah, I, I'd say that that's one thing that I'm proud of is my solitude this year. That's amazing. Yeah. Good job. I mean, what about like, you? Facing it. What about me? Like, yeah, what, what about you? Um, well, I am really proud of my podcast because I managed to, like, consistently uh, create episodes on a, like, weekly basis mm -hmm. almost every week for the whole year despite, like, a lot of, like, turbulence in my like mental health and like physical health also. Mm -hmm. Um, and a mutual friend of ours, Suzanne, she actually kind of like put a fire under my ass because I had been doing it on Instagram and she, she's like, uh, turned the coaching friggin' tables around on me and was like, you said you were going to make that into a podcast. 
I was like, I did say that. That is true. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love that. So I began to hyper-focus on that then <laughs> and creating my podcast. And then that kind of goes along with like my mental health is that I also was diagnosed with something recently, which is bipolar. And that was last September. And I started taking medication for that in January and was so sick, like just so sick, like barely. Um, but they, you know, I had to keep going until I got over that hump. And then I also had a hypomanic episode and I'm like currently still in a depressive episode and Throughout all of that, I still was, like, able to stick to this, like, big creative project, um, which isn't something I always am, like, able to to do is, like, maintain consistency. Mm -hmm. So, for me, that's a really big accomplishment, especially the that's fact huge. that it's interviewing people and, like, the last thing I want to do when I feel depressed mm -hmm. especially is get on camera and, like, interview people yeah. or do the editing. Like, you're just, like, I'd rather be asleep. So. I think that helps me get through the, those mental health challenges. Like that actually showing up and still doing the, the interviews. You yeah. Think, yeah. So that yeah. was like your exposure therapy. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And also I think recognizing the times when I don't need to power through, you know, like we've, can I've canceled this interview with you a couple of times, I think. And not faulting myself for that, but like knowing, okay, this is when I need to just like chug along and like keep the routine. And this is when I need to say, mm, I have to just take care of myself and take a break. Totally. Yeah. And, um, it's funny because, you know, in those moments when we choose to take a break, I think that there can be a lot of internal messaging of like, oh no, like this is really bad type of thing. And I just thought it was so interesting the other day when I texted you, I was like, hey, should we pick up this this idea before you know Christmas? And you were like, oh no, I was worried about reaching out because you canceled and like I had forgotten that, <laughs> you know, that you canceled because I canceled maybe once or twice. You canceled, you know, we're friends. It's, we have that capital built up of like friendship and it's fine, you know, it's totally fine. And, and I just thought that was so interesting, like a little capsule of those worries that we have, you know, yeah, exactly. but it's actually, you know, it's fine. Especially I've got the GAD too. I know it's like, you're like my, well, at least in my experience, I'm like, worst case scenario, mm -hmm. I canceled. Oh, uh, they're so annoyed. They never want to do this again. <laughs> I, it took me a moment to figure out what GAD was and I, I sailed <laughs> through like many things that it could be. <laughs> I thought you said, and I was like, maybe she said G-O-D. Maybe she's talking about, like, deconstruction. Like, And then I, I was like, all right, general anxiety disorder. Got it. Yeah. But yeah, worst case scenarios can fly. <laughs> um, so I think we both kind of hit on this a little bit. Like, the challenges, some of the challenges we faced. Like, if you're, like, looking back on some of your challenges, what do you think is – a lesson that you have learned over the year. I'm going to attempt to to briefly like go through what my year even was. Uh because and I'd be curious about yours too like timeline. 
because okay. the other yesterday I was at a really cute cafe in Concord, New Hampshire, which I, I drove all the way out to Concord, which is interesting. But um, anyway, they had these like you could sit inside these telephone booths within the cafe and it had like a closing glass door. You'd love it. It's, it's like really cool. It is really cool because you can have your own solo time while amidst like social. Ah. Excuse me. And I was reflecting on the year because I was trying to just like think of what I did. And all I remembered was travel. Like I remembered traveling to Iceland in April. And then I remembered traveling in or November to Portugal. And then like the in-between time, I was like, what did I, what did I do? <laughs> And I don't think that life lifeguard. I know I had to, but it took me a second. I was like, "Okay, I lifeguarded over the <laughs> summer." Like I know that. Um, anyway, it took me a minute to like think of. There's, all, I mean, all the really good stuff happens in the in between times, really, not like the peak moments of like retreats and travel. Right. Um, but yeah, all that to say, there were definitely challenges this year. I'm pretty sure this year was the year that I got fired for the first time that was your first a, time that was my first time getting fired ever oh. i know i i feel like i should have gotten fired more often like <laughs> i know i say it like i'm like really Gemma? you didn't get fired till now <laughs> well no because i think both of us kind of view jobs maybe a little differently than the, <laughs> the culture at large where we're like, we're like wait a second let's question this whole hierarchical setup and like what like you're making this much money and i'm running your business and making yeah. like fucking nothing yeah and like wait why should i be nervous to bring ideas for improvement to you like you should be so blessed that right. i like have want to invest in your company that's not mine right right <laughs> and then people you know i think one lesson that i've learned to, to sort of go through a challenge and a lesson is that like just because someone is over a certain age doesn't mean that they make adult decisions. Like, you know, like when we were young, I feel like I thought the grownups that they, that they were ethical, that they were moral and that when they weren't, that they, they dealt with that and like apologize and stuff. And now I'm older and I'm like, Oh my God, people just like were once 16 and then kept living life. And like now they have money and they own something like, <laughs> It's like uh, I was literally just having a conversation with Danny at his job, and I was like, "Babe, it's all like it's all a bunch of adults playing pretend. Like nothing to worry about. Like if you if you quit tomorrow, like they forget your name by Friday. Like yeah, and it sounds so harsh, but it but it's so refreshing to actually like start to embody that. Yeah, and for me, that's been one of the biggest challenges is being able to like sort of the Buddhist idea of like letting go and non-attachment, especially to yeah. the jobs where there's such a, there's so many factors at play, like sense of safety and security and legacy place in this world and all this stuff that we attach to these jobs, you know? And like, I just find it that life is so much better when I can easy come, easy go. And it doesn't mean that I don't try to do my best, but it does mean that I'm not like, I don't think I am my job and I'm not yeah. going to accept being treated 
poorly because why would I? There's there's a million places that I could invest my time and energy. Why would I stay with a place that doesn't see the value that I have to offer? That just that that's like an equation that doesn't make sense. It's like trying to make two plus three equals six. Like don't do that. Just find where it equals five. You know. Yeah, and I think when you have that, when you see that. It's hard to unsee it. It can be very frustrating and like, like feels like you're like, like crawling on sandpaper or something. <laughs> like, just like, yeah. just to be like, oh, it doesn't matter, but I, but it matters. But I do need to pay my bills. Yeah. I have such a similar lesson that I learned this year is that my whole life, I thought your job had to be something you're passionate about, like something that's like, that just like is the thing that sets your heart on fire. Like I wanted to be an artist and I want, I was, I was a teacher, you know, and that's, that's passion driven or like purpose driven. Right. Right. It's not cash flow driven. Right. Exactly. (laughs) And then I, you know, was trying to be an entrepreneur and like all those things are like, this is my purpose. It's so big and it has to be because it's my job. And now I have, like, kind of the opposite mindset where I'm, like, my job is such a tiny part of my life. Like, someone was, like, oh, are you nervous for your first day of work? And I was, like, no, because it's not really that important to me. (laughs) Yeah. It's just so that I can do the other stuff that I want to do. Like, four days a week I'm going to be teaching yoga or whatever I want, find another way to make money have another part-time job. And then the yeah. one that's making me money, it's like, that's just it. It's just for me to make money. And I'm that's so, way off of me, I think. I'm so happy that that you're saying this. And it's so funny because we haven't really chatted in a little while, but we seem to have followed a similar arc. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, and like, it's not strange that, how do I explain this? I often find that the ideologies that we try to step away from and we do step away from on like a physical level still have like their, their hooks sunk in. I've talked about that with like religion where it's like a lot of people who step away from evangelical Christianity who reject it still then without knowing start applying the same religiosity to like other areas of life or spirituality. Like, right. And I think that it's the same with like capitalism. Because, you know, people, a lot of entrepreneurs, especially, you know, in the U.S., like step away from jobs because they see this problem of late capitalism. But then it's like the thing where it has its hooks in us is where it's like, okay, now this is your life. Like, (laughs) you know, this entrepreneur career is who you are. When in reality, it's like we were we were such multifaceted human beings yeah. and and it's a lie that that it, it is a lie that that that's the most important part of us like we have families right. we have spiritualities we're creative like it's really important to me to get my hands in the dirt or like to go on walks and connection with ancestors and all of these things have been like explained to us like those are hobbies where right. our career is like up on the mountain like this is the peak right. When it really, yeah, when really it should just be part of the soup and it doesn't even need to be like that exciting. Like unless you want it to be, it can just be right. a place that allows you to put food on the table. Exactly. That's my soapbox. <laughs> what? Um, 
What is your favorite episode that you've recorded this year? Um, well, I, I, the first thing that comes to mind is my interview with Evie Jenner. She's the type guide on Instagram. Um, she is from the UK and she does, she does work. She's like the only person in the UK who offers what she does, which is really cool to me. Um, she oh, does, that's a big deal. yeah, she blends the Enneagram, which is like this, uh, type personality type work with, uh, like seasonal, like menstrual cycles and the seasons and the moon cycles. So yeah, she does like a program with that. And we just had a really good time and it was really exciting interviewing someone and being like, wait a second, I want to be this person's friend too. Yeah, um, it happens sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I know. And and it's fun when you don't expect it, too. And now she's coming on my retreat to France. That's well, awesome. She, she's doing a workshop for us. So. Uh, that's so much fun. Yeah. Um, What was your favorite? You've oh, done a lot. You've done I've many done episodes, right? Very How many episodes this year. Episodes. That's awesome. Um, I think my favorite episode which is funny because it's the lowest quality audio and probably like no one listened to it, but it was my favorite episode and you're missing out if you didn't listen to it. And it was with Lindsay Granger. She, um, she has the sky cloud apothecary. And so oh, she cool. like the ADHD witchcraft, um, aficionado. Um, and it was just like such a mod podge of topics all mixed into one. And, all things that I'm like super fascinated about, yeah. ADHD, witchcraft, I like don't know a lot about, but like I'm so interested in. And then the apothecary. Oh, and then she, it's plastic free. It's waste free apothecary specifically. So it's also like environmentalism. Um, yes. So like I probably could have asked her a thousand questions because each of those individuals topics could be <laughs> like a different episode. Yeah, um, you could have a then, podcast with her. And then um, also, I actually got to meet her and in real life and work at her apothecary for, I don't know, probably like eight weeks. So that was pretty Did sweet. you make that connection over your pot? Was it like you did the podcast and then worked there? Um, or? Yeah, I found her on TikTok. I didn't even know that she was like, she's a name, Merrimack, close to where you Super live. Super close, yeah. Um, we, I think I drove by your apartment on my way there when we went. Um, so I, I just think that's like full circle and I think that's really, really cool. And I would love to interview her again and maybe even be more like specific on a, on a topic. Um, yeah. I would love to hear more about um, like, eco I love when, I mean, it makes so much sense, but like witchcraft and ecology. Yes. You know, and just like learning about those ingredients and how they can be applied in a bunch of different ways, like whether it's skincare or um, witchcraft or cooking or cleaning your like house. Mm -hmm. um, and then like honoring it in a way that it's also protecting the planet. So, yeah, I love that. I would listen to that. Her apartment, which is crazy. It's, it's like she has a whole store in her apartment <laughs> and then she lives there. No, oh, wow. All online, but like everything, her whole inventory is in her apartment. 
Okay, I don't think I really realized that. That's amazing. It's like a literal, literal like witch. Imagine like witch. your apartment had shelves on every wall filled with herbs and stuff. That's her house. Shelby, <laughs> I imagine that every day. And then another room with like books and one room where it's like perfect for when it rains. So there's just a giant like dome window that I sit under oh, with like five cats. Anyway, um, can I, I'd love to ask you a question. Um, well, I am curious. So this is more of a, this is not one we have written down, but you interview like so many people and I'm wondering, do you get nervous about asking them or do you have a, a certain way that you choose who you interview? I just scroll most like any TikTok and Instagram and I will find um like Lindsay I found her TikTok and sometimes it's nerve-wracking and you're like oh that person has 60,000 followers on TikTok like why would they want to interview be on my podcast that like maybe 20 people <laughs> so yeah it can be a little nerve-wracking especially too if you followed someone for a while and you kind of have like you like have put them on a pedestal um but sometimes i i just have like a strong intuition that like even if it's kind of out of the blue like i'm like sliding into their dms that they will be uh see what I have done and know that it's aligned with them. Yeah. And that happens like 99% of the time. Um, there's only been like two times when people have said outright no or um, had a negative reaction more than that. Oh, um, no. <laughs> so that was a little awkward, but also you're like, well, thank God we did not do that interview. Right, because I just invited you to our little party and you were so mean. And I don't want to invite you to my party anymore. <laughs> Sometimes I meet people in real life, like um, my upcoming episode with Hannah. She came into the yoga studio to do a workshop and yeah. I was like, you should be on my podcast. And then literally like eight days later, we did the interview. So um, I, I guess I don't really get that nervous. I um, I think it's kind of fun. Yeah, it's cre It's so creative to have a, a podcast. Have you, like, I feel like it's a, yeah, it's just a, it's like making a little patchwork quilt of conversations. Yeah. What think, feedback? Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Yeah, I was just wondering, like, what feedback have, have people given you about your podcast, whether they've been interviewed or, you know, your listeners? Has anyone shared any stories? The most feedback I've gotten has definitely been from people who have been interviewed mm -hmm. and people, a lot of people have told me that they appreciate the interview because I ask good questions. You ask such good questions. Um, so I think that is, that's, well, that's what I like to do. It's not coaching, but I like, it's asking questions. That's just like what I enjoy doing. That's why I don't have a podcast by myself. Like you, you like will create a whole podcast where it's just you talking and I'm like, that sounds so scary. Like, I've done it once, but I was like, I forced myself to do it because I was like, I have to challenge myself. <laughs> but it's really, for me, that's really hard and scary and, like, uncomfortable. You seem to come naturally to it. Because <laughs> I'm an only child. 
I'm used to talking to myself. (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, if I'm going to start a podcast, I have to have like some back and forth. I, yeah, I get that. Um, what, so we're coming up on 2024. What are you, what are you hoping for? What are you, you can talk about that professionally. You can talk about that personally. Um, do you have any like specific goals, bucket list? (laughs) Well, I am looking forward to 2024 being a time of growth. I think that I felt a bit stuck and stagnant. And I can see that hopefully I can get over that hump and be able to kind of like what we were talking about before, right? Where like your job doesn't have to be your purpose, but it can like support the things that light you up. Mm -hmm. Um, Like being able to travel maybe. Like I would love to go on a retreat with you. Um, and it's not too far out of grasp, but it's just enough where you're like, okay, not this time, not this time. And having to feel that way all the time is a little defeating. So I see a little bit of a brighter future in that way. I don't know if I have any specific goals just to continue like that non-attachment and doing what feels right. And I think our, my biggest goal something tangible is being able to use that lessons that I've learned and be able to move out of this current space that I'm living in. Literally like moving out of your apartment. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Cause I think we need that. This space, this energy in here is like musty old like energetically and literally. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I I had a thought and like my ADHD brain, I think just scrambled it. It's scrambled eggs now. Green eggs and ham. Well, what like exciting plans do you have for next year? Cause I know you have some. Oh, I remembered what I was going to say. And then I want to answer your question. I was going to say, um, that something I've been doing a lot is collaborating with other women for my okay. retreats. And then, so basically they like come on the retreat, they give a workshop. So I, and then I pay them. So it takes off. So, you know, that could be a way. <laughs> you, yeah. Cause it would be really cool to have you do some type of thing on the retreat. If you, or you could just be a, a, a participant and have a nice old time, but just throwing that out there that we can talk about that too. All right. Well, I'll reach out when I'm ready. Yeah. Um, so 2024 plans. Um, so I have two goals, two very tangible goals to speak French and to knit. (gasps) Fun. Yeah. So those are my, those are two of my goals. I'll probably think of more because I like to think of, um, each area of life and try to sort of make a goal. I got this idea from Sarah Jane case on, um, Enneagram and coffee. She does this thing called the seven dimensions of wellness. And it's like, you know, social and spiritual and financial and career, like all these different things. And so I'll probably do that sometime around the new year to make a goal for each, each area. Oh, that's really Um, cool. Yeah. But 
yeah, I'll be spending the first, basically the first two months of the year, like in Mexico. Um, I'm traveling a lot in 2024. It's actually really, it's exciting, but it's also really weird to look at the year ahead and be like, oh, like a lot of my months are spoken for. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, uh, okay, I'll be in Mexico and California until basically March 1st. And then I have a retreat in June. Wow. Yeah. And I may have another something in August. Um, and then, yeah, but within that, I feel so much room. Like if, if, if we wanted to make some type of big change, like move somewhere else or whatever, I feel the freedom to like do those things too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's so exciting. You're traveling so much. Wait, how many different countries are you going to? Uh, next year? Definitely two. Um, but I bet it'll be closer to five. <laughs> wow. Just cause like, that's more than I've been to in my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta go somewhere together, Shelby. We'd be awesome travel partners. Because I trust I, so much, I'd be like, Jenna knows what she's doing, I'm following her. Um, I'm laughing because, like, a lot of people do that when traveling with me. And, like, like, don't get me wrong, I always sort the shit out. And, like, I've survived this far. But, like, I've taken people on some questionable excursions. <laughs> but we have a good time. As long as people know that that's my personality and that there may be moments where you're like, this is questionable, like, <laughs> then it'll be fine. Yeah, then I'm down. Let's go. <laughs> um, Jenna, how do you want to wrap up this episode? Good question. Um, well, we, we have written down, like, gratitude and thankfulness. That could be. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, we can. You know, what opportunities are you most grateful? I, I might start with that. Like, yeah, what are you grateful for in the last year? Experiences and opportunities. Mm, I am grateful for all the people who have helped take care of me. Mm. Like, I had surgery in June, and I had so many people, like, coming in to just stop by and say hi or drop stuff off. Like, my mom stayed here for several days, and literally helps me take a shower so like um you know my dad who's over there um he helps support me especially like if i um am feeling a little bit less secure financially um and my partner who literally is like been along for every part of this journey even though like his stress level <laughs> is a lot higher than mine at any given point of it. Danny needs a spa day. Yeah, he does. <laughs> let's give that. Let's give that Virgo a spa day. <laughs> what about you? Looking back, what can you um, express gratitude for? I'm going to start a little bit, a little bit esoteric or deep, but I think I'm really thankful for spiritual support that I've received and just this feeling that has deepened I think 2023 like the feeling of support from non-alive humans has yeah. been so interesting to like 
weave through. I feel so supported by my ancestors and a lot of them, I, I don't know their names, but I just yeah. feel this like support for my journey, which mm. has been really huge in moments of insecurity and whether that's personal or like financial yeah to have this feeling of like a ribbon of like something running through me that's ancient yeah. and like connected to what's beyond too right right and that's yeah. like so much more real than some of the like nonsense that is like being in maybe like a job or a place that's like maybe not making you feel so authentic or aligned like that's not really important but like that thread is actually that's what's real yeah and like with their real community they're not real but uh human friends and family too like you're mentioning i think that's something that i'm trying to really embrace because i do believe that um i believe that when we think about what actually makes us secure in life, that it's community and this, yeah. that type of support. Because money, and this is something that I'm saying but and that I believe cerebrally, but I'm working on making it like really inside, yeah, like, right. you know? I'm like, yeah, this, is, this sounds nice, but I definitely struggle every day with it. But <laughs> because like, I do think money will come and go and it, it's not gonna like take care of you. You might be able to create some experiences, but really if everything were to fall through, you would need somebody's couch to sleep on or somebody's yeah. shoulder to cry on. Right. Um, yeah, so besides besides um, spirit, like my ancestors and nature itself, I felt very supported by the woods and um, mm. the ocean too, but, but really the woods this year. Um, I also feel grateful for people like you um, that are just like being cr truly creative with life. And I know that that's kind of a, maybe an overused word, but what I mean by that is I get so inspired by people living in our society, working with the creative restraints that we have of late capitalism or the pandemic or, you know, social unrest and like within that creating these beautiful lives whether it's painted work or like you know a even like a social media feed or a podcast like i just think it's inspiring to be adjacent to creatives and to get to say like witness each other yeah uh thank you yeah it is um something that is definitely like a core value of mine or maybe an innate trait I'm not sure um but one thing is that I have like made a commitment to in my life is to make sure that I always have some sort of creative project or something I'm doing that feels creative because when I was in college one of my prof I went to art school one of my professors said 99.9% .9 of you are going to leave this college and you're never going to make anything again. And he goes, a tiny, tiny portion of you might make a lot of money or become super, super successful artists. And then like the rest of you will like have a sketchbook or something, you know, yeah. I was like, or become an art teacher. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I was like, I'm not going to be the 
I want to leave this and continue being creative. So, um, and for me, like social media and my, and podcasting is such a fun way to do it. And I do think that people who think that they're not creative just have to expand their idea of what creativity is, right? Like, why can't your Instagram be an art project? Why can't you, um, you know, like I play Animal Crossing video game, right? I'm like, build my own island. Like, that's a creative project. Like, yeah. Um, so, so whatever it is, like you are creative, maybe you just haven't found a way to express it. I couldn't agree more. And I also just read a book I don't know if you've read it, but you would love it, Shelby. And I recommend it to everybody listening. It's called, excuse me, Make Your Art No Matter What. Ooh, I'll Have you read it? No, it's I haven't. Beth Pickens. Um, and I picked it up because it felt aligned. But but to be honest, I, was, I did see the cover and I was like, I don't make art, you know. <laughs> but then I read it and I was like, I've, I'm on the last chapter now. And I'm like oh shit, I'm an artist. I like, I create experiences, duh. Yes, exactly. (laughs) And like hosting a party, that is, that's a, that's a piece of art. Yeah, exactly. About all the little pieces, you know? Yes. Um, so have there been, I don't know if you prefer reading or movies or how you like to intake inspiration, but has, have there been any like works of anything that have inspired you? Hmm. I, I, how, where do I get inspiration? I get inspiration from like a lot of places, like, especially if like my podcast and my social media is all about my podcast. So I'm inspired by like the women that I'm interviewing. Like that's my muse. I want to create a platform for them to talk, to word vomit, whatever they want to talk about. Women are so in everything. Yeah, and then I learn, like, a lot of things. Like, the career coach I just interviewed, I was like, also, these are my own questions I have uh, personally. But that was the interview, right? Like, and now anyone who listens to it gets to learn. And I literally used what she taught me to get a job. Like, I took verbatim her advice, and then I got a job. Which episode is this so we can listen? It is with... Leora Alvarez, and I think I just titled it her title, which is um, Queer and Neurodiverse Career Coach. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Listening today. Yeah. <laughs> a good one. It's a good one. Mm. Um, all right, friend. Are you, I feel like um, our time is starting to come to an end. Um, is there anything else you want to say before we wrap up? Hmm. Well, I'll just tell people listening, whether they're on new to my podcast or listen to your podcast all the time, that I'd love to connect and we can connect um, on the online worlds through Instagram. Uh, my Instagram is at joyplay, J-O-Y-P-L-A-Y. And yeah, if you want to connect in person too, my retreats are my creative pursuit and they're so much fun and there, I've been trying to explain this, but like, I think if you just want to be pampered, my retreats are not for you because we do a lot of like, it's very engaged. I have small groups and we're very engaged with each other. There are moments of like extreme pampering on every retreat, but for the most part, it's like, 
for people that are really committed to like doing kind of the work of like showing up and being alive, but that the payoff for, for that is so big, like that you will, you can experience such catharsis and connection to yourself through showing up and engaging on my retreats. So that's my little pitch. And I have spaces in Mexico. We're going to surf. There's a waterfall hike. We'll do yoga every day. The we're on like this private eco villa um, on the beach and there's fresh meals served. We'll do a Oaxacan cooking class. Um, and I'm really excited for that. And I actually am offering a discount to people who listen to the pod. And all they have to do is like, yeah, reach out on Instagram. It's better than my early bird discount too. So yeah, I think I have four spots open and I would love to have people on that. And you can find info on my Instagram or joyplay.org. And yeah, that's, that's kind of, I would, that's, that's it. That's all I got for my little, (laughs) my little spiel. What about you? Well, you can find me on Instagram or TikTok. Um, The handle for both is at the yoga corner um and check out my podcast it's on all the platforms available so whatever one you use you can find it on there um and there's only a few more episodes coming out this year and so binge binge all three seasons and we'll have a new season coming probably in march of 2020 how exciting yay all right i have one last random question for you okay if you could reincarnate as one animal <laughs> next time, what would it be? Um, if I could reincarnate as one animal, I think I would reincarnate as an elephant because I just think they're just so big and beautiful and they're like so intelligent and um I think that they're kind of like godly. Yeah, they are godly. Yeah. yeah. Like I think I'm pretty sure in a couple cultures, they are literally. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> and so. I think it'd be fun to be so big, you know, like I feel like I'm a like small person kind of, and I think I like being big and like stomping around like that'd be, that'd be a kind of a powerful feeling. Yeah, I completely agree. I'd be a hippogriff. Oh, yeah. If possible. (laughs) If it's not too much to ask, I'd like to be reincarnated into a world that has hippogriffs. And then I'd like to be a hippogriff because you get the flying aspect and the water aspect. Right. And they're so cute with their little beaks and like Buckbeak and Harry Potter, like the sound his beak would make when he was eating. I just thought was the cutest thing in the world. Well, you'd be such a great hippogriff. Thank you. I think you'd be a great elephant and we'd be buddies. All right, friend. Thank you so much for having this interview. Yeah, thank you. I can't wait to um, hear it on both of our podcasts. Same. All right, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs> With Shelby's dad, our, um, he'll be featured in the, uh, in the final episode. Yeah, <laughs> in the final episode. Love it. And that's a wrap with another enlightening episode with Jenna Ocean. We hope you enjoyed the rich conversation as much as we did. If you're loving these conversations, don't forget to hit that subscribe button, leave a review, and share the podcast love. And hey, 
Make sure to check out Jenna's incredible podcast, Little Rituals. Until next time, stay well, stay curious, and stay connected.